Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Escape from Plan A. Uh, I'm your host for today, Adam, and I am here with uh, Teen. What's going on? And Philip. What's up, guys? Good to be back. It's been a while. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, congratulations. Today, I haven't, oh, yes. Thank you. I, haven't, I don't think I've talked to you, like, in, you know, by voice or anything. No. Since you've had your, your baby. Yeah, no, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I spoke with uh, Chris briefly um, on a call, and then I spoke with Adam just a couple of weeks ago where I was complaining about my car troubles or my lack of car troubles, I guess. Um, it's been yeah. about a month or more? No, two months? She is turning seven weeks tomorrow. So, oh, wow. just about two months. Uh, month and a, yeah, month and a half, call it. So, yeah. And you said that she's like um, very, she moves a lot, right? She is a very wiggly baby. She's very wiggly in the womb and very wiggly outside the womb. So, it's a, Bit of a not a handful, but like you know, just very interactive and stuff. So it's good. She's she's good. She's very healthy. Very ha- you know, we're very happy. Um, my big brag is that today I got the first smile out of her ever. Oh, nice! That, that I witnessed. So that was very nice. Um, happy happy dad moment. So um, baby I know, smiling, baby smiling is irresistible. I know oh, it really it's irresistible. is. Irresistible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my wife was like, "It's over. We're gonna just like get her whatever the fuck she wants at this point." <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how universal it is when you see it. You know, you know exactly the baby's what the baby's feeling, right? Like, you're oh like, yeah, it's just it's incredible. Well, yeah. uh, uh, but like the joy of a baby is just a completely different thing, right? Compared to just like the joy of like an adult, right? I, I, th- I think there's so, like that. Yeah. Mo- there's that that element of like complete in- of like innocence and that like that joy and the innocence together. I think. Sort of is a special combination. I think like a, when they're happy, it's like a like a pure but you, happiness. But do you? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> some people say this. Like, I, I know some people like this, where they're like, "I don't really like babies." Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not talking about myself. I'm just saying, like, some people be like, "I don't really like babies. I've never liked children." Yeah, but I like my own, and I, and, <laughs> and it flipped when I had. You know, I don't know if you feel that at all, or. No, I, I always like, I mean, part, I think I'd said this in our pod. I was just looking at our, our chat history between the three of us. We haven't talked in it. We didn't do a pod together since that one with Kyle, like back yeah. in November, right? So that was like part way through. And I remember saying on that pod to you guys that like, I always like kids. Like that's one reason why I wanted to have kids is because like my niece and nephew are like very special to me. I really mm-hmm. like playing with them. I like, you know, being a goof around them. I'm a different person around them. And I think you, that that was a big influence in like, making the leap right on top of all the other stuff you have to think about when you're trying to be a modern parent i suppose but um so i always like kids i'm not it's not like i hated other kids and like you know ch- changed my mind when this kid was born um but there are some people who don't like kids and so I, I've, I've actually been kind of like not cagey but like i don't talk too much about my kid around my coworkers unless they ask mm-hmm. i don't show photos mm-hmm. unless they ask because like some people i think don't want to hear it you know so um, oh really they just they're just like anti-kid i don't well i'm not saying i've met anyone explicitly anti-kid i just know that anti-kid people you know anti-natalists and that shit are like it's a thing these days right so i mean there um, is that a big thing uh, yeah i don't know if it's a big thing i mean i think there was like that sort of trope that like there's always that person in the office that all they talk about is their kid and everyone's annoyed because all they do is like voice their kid on everyone but i don't think that's really true anymore i don't think i've ever met anyone in real life that's like that it's a bit of a trope. I mean, I th- just even just thinking about like we took, um, you know, like the Chinese tradition. Teen, you might know about this, like the thirty-day party, the lunar party. 
like yeah. your kid makes it 30 days. Koreans do that too. We, okay. we decided so something yeah. similar. Some Chinese, I think it was 100 days. No? There's 100 it's usually, days. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's 100 well. days. Like I think it's usually 100 days in yeah. Korea anyway. Yeah, that's we're when doing, they're like, "Yeah, probably not. Probably going to survive. Not gonna, yeah, yeah, probably, probably going to survive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're we're doing both. We're going to do a hundred day in a in a in a bit. But we had a thirty day a um, couple of weeks back. And my okay. My my cousins met um, my kid for the first time. I have like ten cousins, and like there's a different level of interest between the cousins. Some of them are like really excited, want to hold the kid. You know, some of them are like really excited, like the kid a lot, but don't want to hold the kid because they're scared of dropping the kid because yeah. they never had a baby before, yeah, yeah. right? And then some of them are just like completely checked out, completely uninterested. Just, you know what I mean? Like they're there because like their parents drive them there kind of thing or and it's like a family event. So, so I, and I think that that gives you the kind of gamut of how people in modern terms think about kids these. And my cousins are all like, you know, in the 20s to 30s kind of thing. So, okay. So they're um, not like teenagers or, or, or no, 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 like no, 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 they're all, they're all working and so on. So, but like different levels of interest. So, and I feel that way about, you know, people as well. I think some people, and some people might just have issues like they were not able to have a kid, for example, and maybe they True. don't want to, you know, talk too much about it, rub it in. So you never know. So I, 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 when people, so like my, my, my whole thing is when people ask me about my kid, I'll send a photo and I'll talk about the kid. But if I don't, if they don't express interest, I won't get into it. You know. So. By the way, total total aside, but um, I ha- I still have a framed photo from your wedding. Mm. Your photographer took a photo of uh, me and Shan. Yeah, which dancing, I loved. Yeah. yeah, we were dancing. Nice photo. Nice. Photo. nice. It's still, yeah. it's still up. Yeah, one of my favorite that was photos, that was but... a that was a great wedding. That, that was, was fun. That was fun. Really I was happy you guys could make it. Yeah, um, and maybe one day I'll, I'll make it down to New York with the kid. I don't know when that's going to happen, but. Uh, it's well, different now, right? Like the, yeah. the level of, I, I think I was telling you, Adam, and I talked to Chris about it, like the different, you know, you don't have a, the same level of freedom, obviously, to do the stuff you did before, right? And so some things are just like almost becoming <laughs> not a distant memory. I think I saw you guys like briefly before the kid was born, like my final uh, month or two of, of, uh, of like, you know, being not a parent. So, and things are just vastly different now, right? Like I have a, you know, more strict bedtime. And all no, my, my, my friends with kids yeah. do way more than me. They travel more than me. They buy, they, they're, they're having like way more, you know. Okay. But, but are yeah. these also your friends who are like deeply in debt and like are, you know. <laughs> no, they're not no? deeply in debt. No, they just okay. have big credit card bills, but they pay it off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, okay. They, no, but uh, see, that's the other thing, right? Cause I was going to say, right. That like, I think some people look at having a child as like, oh, now I can't do anything. Right. And then there are other people who are like, well, that gives me an excuse to like go on a trip somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That maybe I couldn't. Oh, yeah. Before, I, right? I, my experience has been families are the ones that are going on all the fancy vacations yeah, yeah. and doing all the fun stuff. They're going to better restaurants. And right. I'm like a homebody compared to a lot of my parent friends. Yeah. I bet That's I my think... natural inclination, though. Like, I'm sure I'm sure there's people who are like, you know, totally, you know, do, doing out there just yeah. crazy crazy shit because they're unattached yeah. or whatever but i've definitely found the idea <laughs> that like families in general are more homebody and don't do much not to not be true i mean i i think there's like a reality to it like a practical reality to it where like even when we go to the grocery store with the kid and the kid starts like crying or like fussing in the stroller you you get this anxiety and maybe you guys don't give a shit but like i get this anxiety of like I don't want to be super disruptive. Like I know it's a baby and the baby's cry, but like I want to like also just get get this shop over with and get out, you know, because it is disruptive. So yeah, imagine, but, you know, imagine being stuck on a plane for a while with that kind of thing happening. Well, right? I so. mean, I yeah, I I understand that instinct, but like I think most people are pretty understanding. 
um, especially like a, a grocery store. I mean, that's not a big deal, right? Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. it's like it, maybe a restaurant or a plane ride or somewhere where like people are captive, right? It's like I can't like get out of this situation, but like in, in a grocery store, I don't think it, it's a big it's, deal. It's hard to understand the anxiety until you've gone through it as the person who brought the crying oh, for child. Sure. Yeah. Because one thing I think about is like when I, you know, before the baby, go to places like the grocery store or whatever, like, you know, I don't know, the mall, like, yeah, I don't see crying babies that often. Or maybe I just notice, I don't notice them. I don't know. Like, I just don't, I don't, yeah, I don't notice a lot of crying babies, right? Probably because most parents, like, don't want to take their fussy crying baby out into a public space. And yeah, disrupted. probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. And I, I, I'm not saying, like, we're going to be completely, you know, permits now because of the kid. We're not. We actually go up quite a bit and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, I'm not going to be realistically traveling as much as I did before when I was like constantly in New York, right back in the day. So that's true. Well, um, that, yeah, that was for business and stuff. Yeah. So it's probably for that too, but so I guess I want, um, I wanted to uh, sort of related to the idea of whether, you know, like team was saying that, uh, that the families are the ones going out and doing stuff. Like, is there something that you're, uh, or some things maybe that you're looking forward to sharing with like your daughter, like in doing with her, like, you know, like a hobby you have or, or something like that that maybe for the first few years you really can't do as much, but you're hoping maybe you can like have like that as like a activity you, you do together. Riding a bike. Bike riding. Very, yeah. very easy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, especially I live in the city right now, I bike everywhere in the city or at least it used to be for my foot injury um, and, and this child, but um, getting, you know, getting back on a the bike. There's a lot of people here who like bike with kids, um, you know, with a, with a, with like a seat attached to the bike, that kind of thing. So, right doing that and then getting the kid on like a balanced bike and getting them, you know, biking, biking downtown, biking the city. I'm very excited about that. I, but it's also kind of like far off. It's like at least a year or two years plus before the Dude, bike. It's not going to be that far my bike. off. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> I, I'm thinking in my, like, I'm my friend like, told me the secret to teaching a kid how to ride a bike. What is that? You want to hear it? No helmets. <laughs> two steps, two steps. Okay. okay. One is you lower the seat so that they can get their feet on the ground whenever they want. Okay. Uh, that's smart. That makes, yeah. that makes sense. Okay, that's step number one. Step number two is you take them to a place with a with a very very shallow incline. Take them to mm, one end and what? just have them coast down. Oh, that's it. And that, so that, that gets a, that gets kids mm. extremely comfortable with balance right. uh, on two wheels and nice. just sort of like how the how the dynamics of balance on a bike works. Right. Okay. Because they're going slow. Yeah. And they can drop their feet down and yeah. stop they whenever they yeah. want. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they those say are kids good. get are super comfortable with it. Those are good that's tips. brilliant. Those are good tips. Yeah. That's brilliant, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, now I'm like I'm like picturing We've that you know it. my my daughter and me doing that because it's a. You know, well, but but that's it's that's such a like, like that's such Kinda a wholesome, obvious. Well, those yeah. <laughs> when they I'm told saying, me, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It yeah. does. It does. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying the whole idea of like the like the parents teaching the kids how to ride a bike is such a. Um iconic thing right? I, re- I remember my a, dad so I remember like, my dad yeah teaching me how to ride a bike on this yeah. old, like yellow bike i had as a kid so yeah that's it's so like it's so wholesome and that's, that's so awesome like it uh how, is there anything else that's that's, that's amazing. the main like, thing like i said like i i'm i can even i can't even imagine like six months out you know what's gonna what's happening that's like true. everything is very immediate you know all the all the immediate shit diaper changes like bath time just before this just like day to day getting through that stuff um i have to say pat leave i had three weeks of pat leave um and i got two more banked but i'm going to spend that like later on for like four day work weeks and stuff pat leave was some of the probably the best weeks of my life like just 
That's awesome. Man. Really nice just to like not have to worry about going back to bullshit the next day, right? At work. <laughs> and like you're you're exhausted, you're doing all this crazy shit. And like the first two weeks are were really bad because the kid's just like constantly crying, trying to figure out how to sue the kid. And I eventually figured it out. But um it took <laughs> took a lot of effort. Um, but it was just like incredible to not be to just like focus on the child and not focus on, you know, your office mitch or the project or work stress or whatever. There was still work stress. I knew I was going to go back to a bunch of bullshit, you know, um, it wasn't going to be forever, but it was, it was incredible. And there's this whole effort to try to like get more dads to take Pat leave because a lot of yeah. dads just don't. Um, unfortunately, I don't know. There's like stigma around it or something like that, or just people are just too career driven, but you absolutely have to do it. I think it's, it's so important. And then it's, you know, there's tons of studies and stuff to show how, much better kids do, especially boys, when their um, dad takes time off at the beginning, just the beginning of their of their life. Makes so, sense. Ma- yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. It kind of blows my mind. I like walk, you know, whenever sometimes I'd like walk in on the street in New York, which is, you know, obviously loaded with people. Mm-hmm. And I just think like every one of you motherfuckers, there was a you were born <laughs> and someone had to like raise you as a baby <laughs> yep, like it's a right. big deal you know what i mean like the the whole like giving birth is an ordeal it's a nine month pre- it's a lot of shit going on yeah, yeah and every single person on the street sometimes i think like it's a lot of work man to <laughs> to to, yeah. to produce all these people yeah I sometimes i like i put my daughter down like on my, my on my lap or like on the couch or whatever and i just like remember literally she literally cannot do any like go anywhere she cannot even she can't travel anywhere you know what i mean she can't even like displace herself by 10 centimeters right because she can't can't crawl yet right yeah she can't crawl right obviously not right that's that's like months away right yeah they're just stuck there they literally cannot do anything if you want to feed them you have to like put them up on your you know you know you like nurse them right or put the bottle up to them they can't do shit (laughs) human babies are like um sort of uniquely helpless yeah people love that kingdom. comparison to that giraffe baby <laughs> that can like walk like a minute after like immediately born, you know yeah, it starts so. like eating leaves right away <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. it just like gets out gets up and yeah. starts eating you know yeah. it's already six like, feet tall you know it's already- yeah 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 that <laughs> yeah. no, was like almost every other animal species like is able to at least like start moving <laughs> yeah you know like not just like squirming around but like move yeah <laughs> you know? babies fucking useless Human babies, um, yeah. yeah, useless. But I think that's also part of like the um, the kind of joy you get out of it is like helping, you know, like you're saying about the innocence, right? Out of like helping this innocent, helpless yeah. thing. Um, uh, during the during pat leave, like some of the most fulfilling parts of it was just calming the baby down when the baby's screaming and, and kicking and just like yeah. super pissed off. Just like getting them to go from that state to like completely calm to sleeping is mm. like mm-hmm. very fulfilling because you feel like you just accomplished something, right? But not not even just like caring for your child but just like you managed to take a fucked up situation and fix it right Right. and we don't do that a lot day to day i don't know about you guys but like i don't you know there's like fires and stuff at work or whatever but like what does that really compare to calming a a really upset human especially especially a human being that can't communicate with you through words right yeah yeah They, they, they they're not doing any the only communication is that they're screaming right that's the thing it's it's like this fucking mystery you're trying to unravel you know you don't know what it is exactly you need to do to calm them but you go through you figure out a system you figure out your child because every child's different yeah. right i figured that like my child i like there's like a hierarchy of you know needs almost of like what she likes to to be calmed and it's like nursing is number one 
I can't do that. Eating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't so, do that. Well, we, and we don't, we don't pump that much. So I haven't really been able to feed her that much. I've only fed her like a couple of times when she was born and uh, just once when we, we started pumping recently. But the next tier is like um, um, swaddling, not swaddling, yeah, swaddling, which is to like wrap them up really tight. Right. And um, next to that is um, swaying. So like moving them back and forth. But she likes to be moved back and forth like a certain, at a certain rhythm. Yeah. But so far, no one I know has been able to replicate, not even my wife, as well as other I than you. Yeah. Because hey, I spent, I spent go. two weeks, like I was like, you know, 4 a.m. in the morning, she's screaming and we couldn't stop her, you know, because she already ate. And I'm taking her to the basement and like locking ourselves in the basement so she doesn't wake my wife and my wife tries to sleep and catch up on all this lost sleep nursing, sure, yeah. right? Like it, I mean, every parent's been through this, not saying anything special, but like those were the days when I spent a lot of time exhausted, but also like trying to figure out this Rubik's cube, this puzzle of like, it's just you and do, her, right? How do it's I suit the baby? Yeah. How do I suit the baby? Yeah. And you know, sometimes it takes a long time to do it. But when you do it, it's, it's like magic. So, but have you ever, have you ever wow. caught yourself being like a little bit tantrumy as an adult? And then it's almost like your inner baby's having a tantrum. And then you realize like you haven't eaten in 12 hours or, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I'll be like, why am I so fucking short tempered today? And I'm like, Oh shit, I haven't eaten yet. I'm hungry. Right. I yeah. gotta, you know, like, like what I'm saying is like, it's not, I think, I think that, uh, yeah, I, I, I totally re- like, I don't think it's that mysterious. I think even, even adults, uh, will, will throw little tantrums because oh, they, sure, yeah. you know, for, for the same reasons, cause you're tired, cause you're hungry yeah. because you haven't seen, you know, whatever, you know, yeah, but you can, like, right. we're not even aware of like why we're upset sometimes, but you can figure it out. Whereas the kid is just like going to scream until the parent. But it, that, I mean, sometimes it's not so obvious. I mean, sometimes yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm getting like, you know, I'm getting pissed off at, at someone or something. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Well, why am I overreacting to this? A step back. I need a snack. <laughs> right. Or it's like, you know, that it's not whatever that immediate thing was that you're really upset about. It's something mm-hmm. else. I'm just saying, have you ever seen yeah. a grown man lose his temper after dinner? No. <laughs> well, yeah. Like after true. a man has eaten, you know, they were always satiated. We're always in a good mood, you know. But when yeah, we're hungry, true. we will we'll lose that's, our shit. That's so right, I don't think Hank, babies are true. that irrational. I think, or no. I don't think maybe we're that irrational. I think we're kind of like babies still, you know. Except yeah. maybe we're just a little bit better at at uh, hiding it. Well, also, like uh, no one's going to give us the benefit of the doubt. We've got to figure it out ourselves. Oh yeah, it's not cute anymore. You know, <laughs> it's no not cute gets, anymore. Yeah, right? you got to feed yourself, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Whip out your own uh, wallet, buy your own food. It's but very, uh, very so uh, yeah, so we we actually have um, so in our family what we had you know uh, well not not me and my wife but like in our extended family our cousin she they had her uh, uh, their second son <clears throat> and they came from L A and we had like his first birthday plus the one hundred day thing and uh, it was a lot of fun I mean just meeting you know meeting the new family members and like seeing them again and it's always cute to see how the older kids you know. Uh, how they interact with the you know real babies mm-hmm. of the family and um, you know it, it, that whole tradition like that was one of those things like that 100 day thing as like being raised in an American family they don't do that right there's no, no. like 100 day thing it's like okay they have the first birthday which is yeah. a big deal but like yeah. 100 days is just like why and um, so it's always uh, I always just like enjoy going to one of those things and um, you know <laughs> I think the the mother the the grandmother was like pushing the money thing towards the, towards the kid. Pushing the money. What does that mean? Well, so you 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 put you put like objects in front of the kid, 
And the oh kid yeah, that's right. They take grab, the object, yeah, and that's supposed yeah. to like have to do with the future of the child. Yeah, Chris told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. So then, <laughs> so so the, the grandmother of the of the you know one year of the baby was like, wait. So what are the, you like, have the money? What are the other objects? It's like money, like um, like a pencil or something, which pencil. is like for like you know some scholar, right? And then okay. there's like a uh, something to represent art. So I think there was like a paintbrush or a you know like a syringe for a doctor yeah syringe or a knife for a chef a gun for a police officer (laughs) yeah stuff like that yeah Yeah. stuff like that yeah okay so we had like um i don't know i don't know if it was a dollar bill or we had something to to signify the you know business or money and and she kept on pushing very funny (laughs) pushing it what what did the kid end up grabbing I think he. I think they went. For, I think he went for the coin anyway. But then, it, which made the grandma pretty happy. But. I thought Adam was gonna be like, he got the gun. Grab the no, gun. No, no, we didn't have anything to. We didn't. We actually, they didn't like. It wasn't too. I don't think they too well there. planned. <laughs> there wasn't like a gun or like anything to signify the, the uh, the law enforcement. But uh, law enforcement. We, it's just. It's no one really takes that that seriously. I know. It's just fun. You yeah, do it's it because tradition. of tradition. Yeah, it's right? a tradition yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was. It was. Uh, I don't know. I, I find that stuff uh, really kind of amusing and fun to fun to do. Um, but man, you have a kid, man. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is kind of crazy. Um, one one thing I took stock of was like, you know, like is this thing going to make you into a completely different person, or are you going to kind of stay the same? You know what I mean. I've not. Um, uh, I have not. I have not known anyone who was like radically changed by having a kid. Yeah, same. I, I think from at least the way I interact with uh, people like that I knew before they had kids and then after, essentially the same. I, I don't. I don't really notice any radical changes in their personality. I don't know if that's good news to you or bad, but <laughs> I, no, I haven't. I, I. I. You probably feel the same way. I don't know. Have you known anyone that's like radically changed because of a kid? I have a friend who actually just had a kid uh, a couple of weeks ago. So like just a few weeks apart from my, my, um, my daughter. And uh, he's a bit of a, a doofus. Like he's kind of, he's kind of like a little bit like super immature. He's a bit older than I am. He's like a year or two older than I am. Very mature. <laughs> I know, like a little bit bro just like not like the kind of guy you'd expect to be a dad at all or like a good dad. And I, I haven't seen him like just yet yeah, we, we chat a lot by text because we had two kids you know around the same time so just like sharing tips and stuff like that right we have a whole dad chat going with our dad friends awesome um which is which is fun uh, mostly just like complain about you know like poop poop war stories basically <laughs> um but uh but this friend i'm like i'm like kind of wondering if he's gonna if he's gonna like you know mature up a little bit <laughs> and stop being such a such a goof sometimes right or like you know purposely um you know blunt um i don't know he's he's just the kind of guy where i'm like you can see him becoming just more mature responsible you know take things a bit more seriously start joking around all the time um as a result of like having to take care of this fucking human for 18 years you know what i mean so but we'll see i don't know he, so far he doesn't seem super different but like he's definitely talking about all sorts of different shit he's never talked about before because of the the child right um you know like this like dumb like not dumb but like mundane parenting shit right like I don't know if you guys have this in the U.S., but we have a thing called an RESP, Registered um, Education Savings Plan. You, you know how um, like, yeah, with a 401k... We have, what, what, what would that like be five, like a 521? Yeah, is that what it is? You put money in, it's not taxed, and then like it goes towards your kids' For college. college. Yeah. yeah. And you freeze, you freeze the tuition at like today's rate. 
Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, I we don't have yeah. that feature. Okay. okay. Yeah, everything is well, financially nicer in the U.S. Like your stupid well, your mortgages and shit. How, I, but we have we have higher tuition, so I mean. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So in Canada, <laughs> you don't really need it as much. To, yeah. <laughs> to I freeze mean, the tuition. Yeah. I mean, Here. I don't know what I don't know what tuition is going to be like in eighteen years, but like you know. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, like that's the kind of shit we talk about now, you know, or you're as a parent, you know, who who aspires to send their kid to college has to talk about or like is inclined to talk about this is something yeah, you just would sure. never really talk about before the kid was even um uh, in, the, in the picture right so um just I, th- I think about stuff like that and i'm just like everyone's got to like butt up against realities often financial realities is a big part of it um you know and and like i think that's another big topic with my my dad chat group is just like the the kind of money factor you know What's that's the, the best most unit pro- price? to me? That's yeah. that's probably the most profound aspect of being a parent these days in America, at least. Oh, for sure, is the financial aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like so very, expensive. Well, and it, yeah, and it and it also you know like all my friends to a T now, and 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 my relatives who have babies all say the same thing, which is that they feel this very strong need to leave their their kids with something yeah yeah mm-hmm. because they're not convinced that their kids are going to be like a you know so they're not convinced that's not that they're convinced their kids won't be able to but that they that the world will require uh that parents give their kids like as much financial advantage as they can yeah they just yeah. feel it in their bones and i think they're probably right um yeah totally totally rational to think that way it is, sure. but then on the other hand, they spend like crazy. They're, <laughs> they're just they're yeah. We just talked about that, like right? Yeah. I, I, I'm talking more about the day to day spend, like your your you know your, cla- your, your cash your, your cash flow, yeah, because of yeah. stuff like diapers and whatever. And I, I'm not even talking about like I'm not even talking about like the inheritance, which is going to come like in whatever 50 years or whatever, right? Like okay, not 50 years. I don't know, 40 years. How old am I? It's, it's not uh, be, like that's not the part that I'm worried. But I, I know that parents are worried about, especially when they think about like. When the college question comes up, that really comes up. I mean, we talked about this on the pod, like endlessly, right? Around like the whole issue of there's no guarantees, right? One guarantee that you might be able to afford your kid is like college, but even then, it's like what what are you going to major in, and like what's the job prospects coming out of that, right? When I talk about the the money aspect, it's just like daycare, diapers, like just buying the stupid shit you need to start off with the kid, right? Like the stroller and all that bullshit, right? Um, you know, when Eliza was on the pod with me about this, we talked about like the excessive shit you can buy, like the $2,000 stroller, sure, yeah. the fancy like baby monitors, you know, I think I complained about my, my, the friend I was talking about, you know, the, 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 the doofus, the doofus. <laughs> he was a guy, <laughs> his I name think, is the doofus. Now I think I pod. complained about him like buying the $600, uh, baby monitor that can like detect breathing. Oh my God. Okay. And detect if your kid stops breathing. And I'm I didn't like, even know that they had stuff like that. But and I was sense. like, dude, you live in a 500 square foot Toronto apartment. Like, you're going to look over. <laughs> just like, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you can probably hear the kids stop breathing yourself just because they're like in the, they're like right next to you because there's, right. no, there's one room, right? Um, anyway, just like, so there's an like excessive parenting stuff, but there's also just some necessities, right? Just like the, that your food costs go up, your whatever. Like, you, you need you, clothes. You want a bigger spot. You know. Clothes are actually, that's actually an easy one. We purchase very few clothes because people buy you a, like as gifts, like an insane uh, amount of clothes. That's a good point. So that actually, it turns out to not be an issue. Um, you know, but even just like diapers, like we talked about, like what is the what is the optimal unit cost for diapers? 
right? Like when you're buying them on Amazon with subscribe and save or whatever, like trying to get to 17, 17 cents, like that's a sweet spot. Shit like that, that like, you know, it's just very mundane, but like becomes a day-to-day -day -day thing you have to think about and worry about, right? Once you become the parent. Um, and I think that gets to the, the reason we got together for this pod in the first place was that like Tina and I had this interesting conversation about like career prospects and interest in your career. And I had brought up that like when the kid came into the picture, you know, we, we didn't have the kid at the time. It was like, I think it was just like a, a few months back. So like a couple months before the kid was born, like my thinking about work completely changed, right. From like what was very aspirational up to this point to at some point, just like very pragmatic. Like I need mm -hmm. a secure job. I needed to pay well, well enough to cover all my costs, like for my kid and stuff. Right. And maybe like a little more so you can like have those vacations and like, save for their RESP for their college fund and whatnot. You know, it was no longer about the aspirational shit that I've talked about even on this pod quite a bit, like trying to work in something that's like societally beneficial or like you're passionate about or care about, or you don't hate doing, <laughs> you know, I was like, don't well, even I gather a lot of those things you sublimated onto your child. Now, like you still have those aspirations. They're just not pointed in the direction of work anymore. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, now it's just like this is the thing that matters, right? This is like keeping this thing alive. Yeah, for like this years. idea of being, yeah. you know, having selfless contribution. Well, you're going to aim that at your daughter now, not your for your boss, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, your, yeah, your yeah, employer, yeah. your employer, or whatever, right? So that's definitely changed, and like I definitely went from you know because I work in tech, so tech is like a space where you're it's right for this bullshit, right? Yeah. But now yeah, my yeah. thinking, and and also tech is a space where people are like kind of look down on other professions where they're like you don't want to work for a bank. You want to work for like a cool startup, right? Like uh, now I wouldn't mind working for a fucking bank. Cause like these days, if he was much more secure, well, maybe not some banks, but you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, well, you know what I mean? Like the, the quintessential financial services, you know, I mean. stable it's like low job. You want a low drama job. Yeah. Low yeah, drama, yeah. Yeah. And you know, you just show up at them. You know, when you can show up, you know, when you clock out, you know, you're going to get paid. You know, you know your vacation yeah. situation. You don't worry about the fucking burn rate, right? Of the yeah. company. Cause you're not yeah. a startup. You know, yeah. yeah, that's why a lot of people, you know, a lot of mothers that I know, they they, they end up, you know, like they're uh, I'm going to go work for the federal government because yeah. it's like, you know, I can't get fired and the hours yeah. are set, you know, <laughs> mailman, so. mailman, Philip. <laughs> yeah, become a mailman. That'd be fun. No, well, yeah. I, I kind of jokingly say that because a coworker of mine, he's like his one of his grown sons is like going to become a mailman. And he was okay. sort of like not happy about it. But I'm like. Other people on our team were like, that's actually, I mean, look, I know it's not like an ambitious job, but not a bad thing, right? Like, he's going to have a steady paycheck. We have a pension eventually from the government. Yeah. Healthcare. Why not? Stable hours, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you're outdoors getting exercise. Like, it's, it's just a different thing than like the aspirational desk job or whatever it is that people strive for still i don't know do people even strive for that kind of thing like i don't even know anymore like my my <clears throat> worldview has shifted on this shit right like it just i don't think Bro, about that it's stuff just anymore. about the accumulation of money that's yeah really that's, much. it's simply about the accumulation of cash and if i had enough cash i would quit the fucking job yeah yeah and so I'm that number for quitting is much higher now once you have the child i'll tell you that once you have a, yeah. yes exactly. yes exactly. yeah <laughs> yeah but That's what that I'm saying. Was... I think I think the most profound aspect of having a child is is the financial aspect of it. It it really changes your you know the way you've got to prioritize and think about the rest of your own life. Yeah, it's, it focuses uh, it for yeah. sure. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever seen that meme? Let me let me dig it up. That meme, you know, um, what is it, Duck Dynasty? I think it's Duck Dynasty. Oh, God, and, that's a blast from the past. And there's that guy who says this famous line. Like, let me, I'm just trying to dig it up. It, it is the... Um, it is the profile pic for my WhatsApp group, the the dad chat. Um, it's a guy saying, should I open up the image so I can look at it? I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen that meme before? Okay, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Anyway, that's that's the profile pic of our dad chat. Because <laughs> that's like, you know, a big, a big topic, right? Like, it's expensive to have a kid. And like, you know, if anyone's ever trying to fire, firing with a kid is way harder. Right. It yeah. just like changes that completely. It also changes the prospect of like quitting my cushy job to go become a mailman or whatever, or like having some, you know, low key, um, low key and lower paying job because now I have this extra thing to take care of for some time. Right. On top of all the other stuff that's not even like really the kid, but it's like tangentially related to the kid, like having a house so you can have more room for the kid, therefore a mortgage, right? Having to buy a car so you can ship the kid around, like, a, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a second car or a larger car, um, you know, stuff like that that like, just becomes this it just adds to the it's not a hedonistic treadmill anymore right mm, it's it's mm-hmm. like a it's like a i don't know you like a necessity treadmill like you just you gotta be you gotta stay on the treadmill you cannot get off the treadmill right until the kid's done um like off to college and whatever maybe not your responsibility at that point but these days still your responsibility how, how much how yeah. much do you think l- let's let's pretend let's like given financial constraints let's let's think of this as a trade-off that you've got to optimize but like how important do you think it is to just spend time with your child be there while she develops be present and have developed a very very strong relationship with her from a from a very early age versus ensuring um you know as much as i speak talk that up i think the other side is equally important which is securing you know her her material well-being and giving her, uh, you know, uh, like basically like not being the poor kid in school, right? Not mm-hmm. not being someone who has to always contend with not having enough. Mm-hmm. And let's let's say that's a. Tr- I mean, for some people, that's not a trade off at all because they already have enough money. But like for most people, there's a kind of like a how right. much time do I spend at work versus how much time do I spend with her, uh, kind of thing. Have you thought? Is that something that you think about or? Oh, definitely. And I, I know, I know in the, uh, the discord, um, Steve has talked about like the reality of driving, dropping your kid off at school with like a shitty car. Right. And having your kid worry about being made fun of by the other kids for being like the poor kid or whatever. Right. Um, I, I have opinions about that. I'm certainly of the attitude of like teaching your kid to be like, fuck you to rich people. Cause that's my kind of attitude towards rich people. Um, but that is a reality. I think some, some parents worry about that, like having, you know, not being showy for themselves anymore, but being showy for their child, so their child so they have get status, bullied right? Or something. Um, but I also think about, I mean, in terms of like spending time on work and therefore making money and having the means to give your kid a good life versus spending time with your kid, I, I would lean certainly a lot more. It's going to be a balance, right? Obviously, I have to deal with both now, right? Contend with both. But I, I think a lot about spending time with the kid. And I'll tell you why. Because... I sent you guys a video of my daughter, um, you know, right before the You did, chat. super cute. Yes, my child is objectively incredibly fucking cute, okay? And <laughs> part of that is because she's very small right now. And how, I, how, 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 how much did she weigh? 
Oh, she was she was very. I mean, when she was born, she was actually like in the fifth percentile, like very small. Like oh, very was, small. And we got we got really worried, like in it, you know, going into like the late ultrasounds and stuff about her weight oh, being wow. too low and stuff, and um, you know, very upsetting uh, at one point. But she was like, um, was it five pounds thirteen ounces? I believe that is very. That's on the so, very small. Like, side, in the, yeah. she was not preemie. She was born like term, but she was like preemie range uh, weight. In weight. And, yeah, and, and, very, and, and clothing. Small, like her like clothes not. are way too big and stuff. The diapers are way yeah. too big and. You know, we were worried about that. Her, her waist's good now. It's 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 on it's on track. It's all good. I'm not worried about that anymore. But I think about how, like, she's grown so much just in the last seven weeks. Like her weight's picked up a lot, and she physically looks different. I went away for a work trip for four days, and I came back, and she looked different to me. Oh wow! In those like four nights I was gone, um, and I was like, oh my god! Like these like really super extra cute, you know, very small year, you know, months, weeks, whatever. You don't you don't get to have them back. True. Like, you know, you take videos and stuff, you take photos, whatever, right? But like it's a fleeting thing. They're gonna get big. And the thing I keep saying to her is like, you know, stay small, don't don't grow up, you know? Because <laughs> you want her to, to stay that way. And because it looks very innocent, it looks very um yeah, it's it's just extremely cute and beautiful. And they're gonna you know, be cute and beautiful in different ways when they grow up. But like that's a that's like um, you know time moves forward that you're not going to have that again so true when I, when I think about that just like literally her physical size it makes me think like fuck i need to like not be at work all the time you know i need to like find more ways to have time with this child which is why like I, you know, pat leave was important and like maintaining like extra banking extra days of pat leave to spend more time with her and my wife and part of that is just like make sure my wife has time off to like rest and sleep right mm, but mm -hmm. also to spend time with the kid as well so i mean to answer your question you have to balance both like, you get you gotta have like i still have to like do this job and make money and whatever but also find some way to optimize for time with the child more, more than um anything else i think so i don't know does that answer your question <laughs> yeah a, i think that's yeah. the right priority because like um i was just talking to shan about this last night we were talking about um Tony Shea, you know, the Zappos guy? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you see, that to me is a perfect example of how, like, if I had to choose between being broke and but having, like, my mind together, you know, like having my, my health and my mental health mm -hmm. sorted out properly versus being loaded rich but having my mental health, like, destroyed, I yeah. don't think there's any... Uh, there's there's no question as to what which is better. <laughs> sure. Um and uh especially with what happened to Tony shit, right? No, that's exactly. <laughs> uh extreme example, but yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, I've never heard of um I've never met anyone who complained that their parents didn't work enough. Yeah. Um, in fact, yeah. I've never heard anyone complain that their parents didn't have enough money. But I have heard people say, like, you know, we grew up poor, but I've never heard that anyone blame their parents for that. No, they, never. I think almost everyone who grew up poor that I know just sort of accepted that as just part of their personality and, and their upbringing. And it wasn't something that they blamed. Though I have met people who grew up wealthy and fucking hated their parents because mm -hmm. their parents were assholes. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't know. As time goes on, I feel like it just becomes more and more self-evident and clear that having a, a really strong relationship with your family and your children is far more important than um, than being financially set. 
you know, that said, you don't want to go hungry. You know, you don't want to no. do whatever. Sure, you don't want to be homeless. But, yeah. you know, like I feel like the 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 point at which the fall off on the the you you know the importance of the next dollar falls off pretty quick once you've got your like basic needs covered and and uh for the even for the sake of the children i feel like having being there and and having a really strong relationship with them from the beginning is like way more important for them not just you you know for them oh so, absolutely yeah yeah De- definitely so. i mean the the that can't be va- replaced. Yeah. You can't buy that. You just no, can't buy it. The value of the time spent with your children in the early years, in the early time, is like exponentially more than I think as as time goes on. Yeah, like I think the, so. That's probably the, the true, multiple, right? like the factor is just much higher. Yeah. Right per minute. You can't you can't be so waltzing back in your kid's life when they're twenty two. <laughs> no, you, yeah, no. It's like I, I, I find it like hilarious that. when like the people who are like the super wealthy like CEOs or high powered you know professionals are like, I'm I'm taking time away to be spend more time with my family. I'm like, you think that like spending twenty four seven for the next five years when like your kids are thirty five and forty is going to make up for the fact that you didn't see them? Oh, and that's PR speak. You know, they you just know say I mean? that to sort of blunt the. Uh... To sort of blunt the humiliation of being forced out, or oh you know, no, I know that, but I'm just saying that, like, I know some of them probably try, <laughs> and their family's like, we don't want to see you, go away, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I mentioned to you guys um, in our chat before this that like I recently got this promotion at work. Congrats! Was, th- well, thank you. Sort of um, <laughs> unexpected. It was because my manager quit. Oh, um, and they, you know, leadership thrust me into the position that that uh, she had before so you get high... paid more at least well that's one of my first questions yeah <laughs> uh well i haven't asked it yet but i'm gonna i'm certainly gonna be asking that question yeah, well, and i think i, can, I think yeah. if i didn't have a kid i actually would not I probably would like you know be more chill and not ask the question necessarily but now you gotta ask now i gotta ask because i'm like look listen like you're gonna make me spend more time doing like her job plus the other shit i was doing before right like we're, we have we're not, we haven't found a replacement yet we won't for some of that work for at least two months um and so, you know, like I was planning and it, it was bad timing because like I had made this arrangement with my manager because she, she's a mom. She understands. Actually, the nice thing about this company is that, like there's a lot of parents that they kind of get when someone becomes a parent, like what they're going through and stuff. Um, you know, we, we talked about like four day work weeks and stuff and like balancing out where I spend my pat leave. I'm, you know, she was very good about that. And then now she's leaving. And not only that is that all her work responsibilities are, are falling on my shoulders now, right? All the leadership responsibilities, which means like, I got to be on much more at work than I would have in my, my other job, my mm-hmm. job before this promotion. And so it's, it's bad. <laughs> like wow. it's, it's not good. And like, okay, well, there's maybe there's more money in it. You know, I'll, I'll I'm definitely going <clears> to <throat> talk to them about that. Right. But is it worth it? Like going back to team's question about like time versus the money aspect, right? Is it, is it worth it? I don't, I don't know yet at this point, you know? Um, but I, it's a yeah. promotion. I'm not happy about. I'll say that. Oh, well, I, I'm sorry then. <laughs> yeah. I, Happy that happened to you, or sorry that happened to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully yeah, they at least give would, you a raise. But I would push for the raise. Yeah. yeah oh, it, I mean, yeah. If they yeah. give you a raise, then it's like more neutral. But if they don't give you a raise, then yeah, that's a well, can they for can they force? They can't force um, you to take the promotion. Yeah, can they force promote people? <laughs> well, <laughs> I've never thought about that. Like, can can they force a promotion upon so you? The specifics of it is that it's an interim position, right? Mm, to so you're like acting. Yeah, to imply that they're going to hire somebody else into this very right. senior role, right? But they said to me, like, basically, 
you know, at the end of the, the year, you're going to just get the position, right? Like, assuming you don't fuck up, obviously, and you, like that you want to do it. They're just saying, like, you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. Right? So it's, the, it's um, yours if you want it. Yes. But the interim also implies that, like, you don't necessarily get paid more yet until the Wait, year but why comes not? Up. I mean, dude, yeah. I'm, well, that's what I'm still doing all this shit. Look, I still I'm, want to get I'm paid gonna ask, I'm going to ask yeah. a question. Right? Dude, they, uh, yeah. they, have, they have not offered so far in the past week of this but conversation. You're, you're, but you're in a position of power in the sense that, like, your boss left. They need yeah, you yeah, to yeah, step yeah, into yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, it's not like you asking for, you know, getting paid more is going to, like, cause them to fire no you because, i like, i will I, mean? I will be asking for more i understand yeah. i have the leverage right i'm just saying yeah. like i think with the parent hat on i'm like I, you know it's team it's like the conversation we have about just being more mercenary about your work right like i'm gonna i'm gonna use the leverage right yeah. whereas if you're some you know single young person who's already trying to work hard to impress everybody and you get get into this position you may not be as inclined to use the leverage because True. of all sorts of reasons right so um so i, I will be asking the question um, but it, it doesn't remove the fact that there's more work, more responsibility, even with the promotion and so on. Like how much is this yeah. going to be, you know, yeah. what, you know, all that stuff. But, um, the flip side though, is that like, now I'm not going to get fired <laughs> anytime soon, <laughs> True. which is, which is I more think security, I guess in tech right now, it's a big anxiety for a lot of people, as you guys know, right. With yeah. these layoffs and stuff. Um, and also you can imagine if you're, you're a parent, you know, you just had a kid and you have all these bills now to, to take care of that like layoff anxiety is compounded you yeah. know what i mean so i guess that part is kind of secure and also like being in this new high ranking role is going to like career wise set me up for the next thing like for the next more opportunities. One, yeah. so so that those are the, the good sides but certainly the bad side is like now i got to contend with like extra work and also just have having a newborn right and like balancing that yeah. time so definitely a big thing on my mind these days well I'll compare that to the to the uh anxiety of feeling like you might lose your job i'd rather i'd rather have the anxiety of feeling like there's too much work to do yeah right now <laughs> yeah in this well and you mentioned i think you touched on that phil right phil that uh you know with all the layoffs right so you're definitely in a better position than sort of the flip side that like teams mentioning right getting fired so it's like yeah 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 i mean if if the yeah if the opposite and this, like, I mean, the, if the other option is just to, like lose your job, then and yeah. like, and also have a hard time finding the next one, right? Then, right. Sure. Right. So I think a lot of people right now in tech who are like level-headed are thinking about, you know, I gotta, I gotta like live through two a year and a half to two years of this because that's how like, survive that to, and then yeah. to get on to get to get back into a a, a better spot, right? So layoffs well, are still the, happening. They're still happening across big companies. Well, right yeah, now. and it. it you did. You did mention that there was some uncertainty with just the company as a whole, right? Oh yeah, I mean this company is a startup as well, right? And like, yeah. there's always the question of like, are they going to run out of cash and so on? So, um, you know, there's been recent actions that imply that they won't because they like have done a bunch of stuff, getting people together, and like you know, hiring new folks and so on. Um, but there, it's not as secure as a you know a bank or whatever, like a top big you know big five bank, right? True. Um, you know, or like government job, right? These other kind of more secure sectors, traditionally secure sectors anyway. So, but we don't know. I mean, Tien, you keep you keep kind of like rattling on this idea that there's going to be a big correction, right? Like nothing is is that secure. And I think people oh, are there, There's definitely going to be a correction, but who knows when? I, I yeah. mean, the, the, the question is always when, you know? Sure. Uh, is sure. it this year, next year, 10 years from now? Who the fuck knows? In tech, it's right now, right? Like... Well, but isn't always, but isn't the, 
isn't the uh, the more doomer or it, it? It seems like the corrections now, but isn't there a chance that like there's even a bigger one coming? I I guess right. Like, isn't yeah. there the, always that anxiety? Like, yeah, because yeah, wasn't didn't Facebook like grow by like eighty yeah. percent? Like a lot, during, yeah. They almost doubled in size during COVID, and so if you take all of their recent layoffs, I still don't think it holds a candle right. to it's, like how they're much still they're not hired. back. Yeah, yeah, they're still not back to like pre pre COVID levels or like not I even sales. Close. I know like yeah. Salesforce, like tripled, the only like, one that really the only tech shit. company that seemed to really have destroyed their ranks is Twitter. I, right, eighty percent. <laughs> Crazy. Either either fired or just you know the, the conditions were so bad that they yeah. just through attrition. But that's, I mean, that is correct. That's that's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. remember, they were the first company during COVID to announce like you know universal and uh, never ending permanent work from home. And everyone's like, "Whoa, Twitter is so out there, man!" You know, I wish I worked there. And then now it's like their boss is like the number one anti work from home guy, and eighty yeah. percent of them lost their job. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yeah. You know, was so it yesterday? Just, Elon Musk was like, "Get off your fucking high horse." Yeah. Just, yeah. just shows you that like Things nothing, is set, nothing is set in stone. Nothing is no. set in stone. No. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it seems bad in tech right now. I'm just thinking that it, it could get even worse. <laughs> so who knows? Like, yeah, it, the banking industry could get worse too. You know, it like could. The, I mean, it, every it industry def- could, could get huge layoffs. Who knows? It definitely could. Yeah, and and I think that you know, you, you if you're if you're in the mindset like I am now, just like trying to make sure everything is stable during a uncertain time, especially because you have your kid, making that more of a factor. You know, you're 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 planning moves like I've been planning moves for the past six months or so, just to make yeah. sure like there's stuff lined up in case this doesn't go well. I'm keeping like recruiters to come to me like warm and like you know opportunities, um, you know, in in your back pocket, right? Like yeah, that's the dad shit out. right there. Yeah, that's, I guess, that's that, I that's guess. The, yeah, man. yeah, that's the that's the deep dad shit that dad's got to do. <laughs> Absolutely, you know? yeah. Non dads don't really think about that as much. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they do, but uh, um, not no, well. I do, not but as, like not, not as deeply. Not, uh, not with the same stakes. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. doesn't feel as. I mean, obviously, like you know, you want to you want to, but I have noticed that work. Generally speaking, you know, dads are more sharks than than the young guys. That How so? What do you mean by that? They have more writing on that job. So they, they have sharper elbows. They see things clearer because, like I said, I think they have a more realistic relationship with work. They know what they want out of work. They know the they know what they need. They know, know what they need to do. Um, and, yeah, do, I've seen... Do they that, do a better job? I think they do a better job at securing... The bag, securing the bag, which is the only <laughs> job. The re- the only real job at work is to secure the bag. At the end yeah. of the day, sure, right. So, yeah. um, yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, I've noticed that definitely. You know, it's the guys with like loads of pictures of their family on their desk. You got to watch out for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's not fucking around. Okay, he will no. fuck you up. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that guy's not fucking around. Well, at least at least until the kid goes to college, then something that maybe. <laughs> But uh, by then it's so ingrained. Yeah. It's so no, that's ingrained true. It's just them. it's yeah, just their yeah. modus operandi, right? Yeah. But um, it's funny. Like th- this came to my mind when when this conversation, like, you know, talking about having kids and sort of like the like you're saying, teen, that like the the dads and the moms are always like the sharks. Is that um, on the flip side? Well, like for corporations too, I think they realize that like uh, when you have parents, 
like they're more invested in the job because they need to like make sure they keep the job or whatever. Right. Because they, they need to like take care of their families. So, but also that, that there's like a step that happens when you get married. And like, when I got married, my boss was like, we got you now in <laughs> implying that like, now I need to sort of, you know, I want to be a little bit more invested. Like when you're single, it's like more likely you can just leave or whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, or you might not really care to work or whatever. But once you get married, like, okay, now you've got to like, you know, you've got a family, like you're starting something. But I think there's even a, ble- a level above that when you have to start having kids. Well, a lot of people now think even marriage more, is just you know? pre-kids. Right. right. That too. That's, yeah, that's exactly. all marriage really is, is just pre, the yeah. precondition to having children. Absolutely. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't make sense to me because I felt like at least the, the trope is that in New York City, like dating is expensive because you're constantly going out and stuff. Right. And so if you're single, you're actually spending more cash and therefore you need like, you know, a, a job that pays well. Maybe it's high status too because that helps for, with, with dating in order to do well in, in, as a single person, as, at least as a single guy, maybe. I don't know. I think it's more just the psychology of like, yeah. you know, the, the, the married guy with kids like really just doesn't have any margin for error. Yeah. yeah. And, yes. you know, that, that's the thing. Whereas the single guy could, could just just totally flip one day and just be like, you know what? I'm, I'm fucking, I'm going to Greece and I'm just going to work <laughs> yeah. from there and I'm going to be a drop shipper. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't, you push a single unattached guy around too much and he just flies off to Bali. That's right. He's, Cause he's got right. no attachments. So, yeah. yeah to that absolutely. Point. Yeah. Yeah. So like to a certain segment and to a certain company with a certain mindset, like they prefer everyone to be sort of, you know, at least married. You know, they don't, but I find that so. I find that very masculine. Yeah. Um. The the harried father with sharp elbows who can crush young men, like Dude, with no I mean, problem. That's just the natural order of things, right? Yeah. You yeah, because peop- none of those men are going to matter to them more than their son or daughter, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, these yeah. guys will go out and just do whatever it takes to secure the bag, and I I find that to be a very like, um like adult male thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. I mean, as time goes on, I, I guess I respect that more and more. Whereas when I was younger, I was like, God damn, these guys are so such selfish pricks, you know, like they don't seem they just, they're just totally out for themselves and they're ruthless. And now I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker's ruthless. It's pretty cool. You know, like, <laughs> I respect the game. You know, that's right. <laughs> and they're really not out just for well, themselves. Well, because I've been able right? to survive long too. enough. I've only been able to feel that way because I've survived long enough to like be like, okay, game recognizes game. All right, <laughs> pretty good. I, I guess so. Yeah. Um, so, but you're, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a it's a dog eat dog world out there, man. You know, yeah, it's, it is. It's competitive. It's ruthless, and People are, you know, every father is is motivated to, um, you know, to come home with his head held high because he brought, you know, he brought the bag home. You know, you know what? I actually, you're, I think you're right, and I I, 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 see this in someone at work, um, who is a mother um, with a young kid, and she, she is somebody who I've noticed. We had a round of layoffs at our company, like sometime, like ages ago now, uh, like at the beginning of the the whole like tech is bad situation. So about a and, year and a half, two yeah. years ago. And since then, she's been very spooked about her job security, I think, because um, she's mentioned it to me before. Mm-hmm. And she's been very defensive of her, like, turf at work. Yeah. Right? 
uh, making like when contractors come in to do stuff, she like tries to push them out because she wants like her full time employees and herself to get the the the, the project or whatever things like that. I've, I've definitely noticed. Um, and when we we got together for a work like get together trip in person one time, she actually said to me because um, we have a somewhat candid relationship, like she, we talk to each other pretty openly about like what's going well or wrong at work. Um, and she said to me like, "Hey, Philip, like, you know, aren't you kind of worried about these like layoffs that happened?" Like, you know, do you, what I think, what did she say? She said, like, do you have um, like six months of runway? Mm. And she was implying that she did not. Mm. Right. It, and I, I, which was bizarre to me because like, I assumed she was in a well-paid position. She's higher ranked than I am. Her husband's like a surgeon or something in Miami. Mm. You know, they have a nice well, house. She must have, she must have, she oh, has a nice house. Tons of expenses. She has bro. a nice she's, house. Her she's got a where? Private kid, private school for the kids, that kind of thing. Uh, the kids too, daycare. The husband likes Mercedes. Apparently one of their Mercedes got stolen um, out of their front lot. Because you see, that's, they, that's the trap. Live in yeah. Canada? That's the trap is the cash flow trap. I think that's what I, I realized it was. Is like there, yeah. There's probably a lot of debt. Well, I mean, they probably here. have a mortgage like, on their house. Depending on when they got the mortgage, I don't know what the interest rate is. I don't know. Uh, it's a lot of debt. Car, and it's, car it's, payments. It's, re- it's recurring expenses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, daycare, you know, all that stuff is super expensive. Uh, yeah. If it's in America. Yeah. Um, she was telling me about going, yeah. you know, you know, that Korean restaurant that's, that was very popular, is very popular in New York, Coat. Coat yeah. Coat, yeah. yeah. I actually, yeah. Uh, one of <laughs> Yeah. We went there yes. once anyway, together, right? yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. I've been. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, know me about her. I know one of the owners of the restaurant. Anyway. Awesome. Yeah. But she was telling me about going to like the, the Miami branch. Right? Oh, I, I, I didn't even know they had, oh, they, yeah, you know, yeah, they, I guess they opened one. They're okay. at that, they're at that stage now. I mean, I was like, oh man, that's very bougie. Like that's, you know, so very I, bougie. I, I think she lives like a, not a lavish, but like a pretty nice lifestyle, at least judging from what I can see from her like Zoom call and being in a really nice, and she's home. in Miami. Okay. Um, you know, so that that was an interesting conversation, right? Like seeing someone kind of like showing their hand a little bit as to why mm-hmm. they're behaving a certain way at work, right? She is a shark, like you said, team. Like she's defending her turf. You got to respect that to some extent. Of course, yeah. You know, so I yeah, I respect it. But I, I also I also think people paint themselves into a corner with these uh, with these spending habits of theirs, and definitely. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one thing one thing I enjoy is. Like, especially now, because I think like things are changing a bit, at least in New York, where people are just becoming less flashy and ostentatious. And are they in New York? Oh I yeah, think, no, I think so. I yeah, think so. New York's yeah. not nearly as flashy. As, at least as the at least is. the you know, I mean, I'm talking about like the white collar professional world yeah, where for sure you know people are no longer interested in necessarily showing off or flexing to other people. I think people are just trying to feel less anxious and have better lives. You know, um, there's not as much competitive spending as there used to be, but some people are still trapped in. Uh, not even some people, I think, aren't even really competitive with like other people. It's more mm. just like they're trying to prove to themselves or maintain some, you know view or image of themselves self-image yeah exactly where they just you know they're like look i'm the type of person that flies first class you know and and i you know this the partner next to me at work you know i heard i overheard her um talking with her family about getting tickets to go to paris Mm -hmm. and she was like they're like 12 grand a seat you know we'll just do it i'm like 12 grand a seat fuck the fuck Y'all are gonna spend fifty thousand dollars on plane Just tickets to fly? for four people. Yeah, 
but you know that I was like, that, yeah, that, that's that's fucking crazy. But you know, hey, she's a partner. You know, she can spend her money however she wants. Right. I'm just saying, I like, guess. when I hear that, sure, yeah, you know, it doesn't trigger in me like this feeling of like, you know, one day I'll Jealousy. spend twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> You know, I'll be like, no. I would never do that. That's so no. dumb. No way. It's so fucking dumb. But look, some people, they're you know, it's very. I think the danger with like lifestyle creep is it's like a ratchet. It's just really hard to downgrade. It's yeah, no really, ratchet. Really, that's, a, that's the perfect term. It's a ratchet. And you yeah, can't it's go really down. easy to yeah. upgrade. It's really hard to downgrade. And so a lot of times I'm just like, you know, I I don't really want to like upgrade my shit because then i'm gonna be like i can't go back (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm trying to get more use i'm trying to condition myself to feel good or feel like proud of myself when i don't spend money just look at your just look at your credit card bill i that's what i do i throw my if my credit card bill comes in three digits i throw that shit into the buddy chat I'm like, guys, look at look at like 800 <laughs> the whole month. My entire credit card bill. I say this includes my fucking utilities, guys. Eight hundred fifty dollars. Well, show I, them, I, yeah, show I mean, them, and they it, come in with five figures. I'm like, dude, I'm two orders of magnitude under you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, me. and I've 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 had to spend some more money recently because I went on a, a business trip and I get it all expensed and everything, but like it hits my credit card bill, and then like I've spent a little bit on like suits because I needed to like get some suits and like. I'm like, oh my, like even a couple of months of like elevated spending. And I know I'm not, not it's not going to be sustained. It'll go back down to like my, as, as you, like the three figure, you know, three figure spending, if that on my credit card sometimes. Um, it just fills me with anxiety. Right. And like we, we were talking earlier about like the car stuff and like yeah. I was talking about the cars for like a couple of years. because I wanted to get one and like. I'm just trying to condition myself to be like, you know what, Adam, you did a good thing. You did not get a car. You didn't need it. You didn't need to spend the money, even though you could afford it and be like happy with that. Because like, I don't know. I'm just trying to condition myself into Yo, to, and, to doing and, that. No, and, and there are rainy days like. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Like uh, I'll tell you guys about it off offline sometime. But like I got hit with a six digit liability recently. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, Damn. OK, see, if I wasn't cushioned. This would be a wow. very painful blow. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like, I'll do what I got to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm going to, you know, and I just took care of it. And, yeah, man. And I was like, you know, that's what I'm talking about is like, you know, th- you've got, there's just like rainy days where you're just like, yeah. Uh, you know, life is not always uh, the daily. Eben, you know the daily flow of regular expenses and mm-hmm. right. you know, mm-hmm. and I spend in order to consume and enjoy yeah. and then sometimes you just get hit with a fucking out of nowhere you know rainy day Absolutely. liability and yeah. you're like oh shit and, okay. and that, I think that shit in the US is is um, like you know on steroids because right? you're thinking just like medical expenses and it costs yeah, stuff of, like that exactly yeah, yeah. stuff like that like you don't you don't plan for that shit yeah Right. And if you don't have insurance, you can get royally fucked in the US. Yeah, right. Exactly. So. Or like, I, and, and bro, let me tell you, yeah. when you're staring at stuff like that, it's oh. scary. Dude, it's that's really scary, scary, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. You have to tell us about what happened offline. But yeah. Dude. Yeah. And, and also just like with my, I wasn't hit with anything like that, but just like being able to be like, you know what? I have like a really good cushion right now. Um, I can, I can start paying off my mortgage a little bit more. Um, you know, pay that off quicker. 
I have enough to like help my family if they need a little bit. And I've had to help some people and like, it doesn't even affect me. Right. But I'm like, I'm able to do that. I'm like, I don't need to get a car. I don't need to like spend it on a lot of other stuff that like doesn't mean much of anything. It's just because like, I don't know why I feel like I need to spend money, but it's like, there's something else going on. If I'm like, I need to spend money on stuff. So I'm like, let's try to figure out what that is and then not spend it on stuff you don't need to spend it on. Do you guys get a a kick out of saving money? Like literally I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to like condition myself into getting a kick out of Uh, once I, once I connect, once I connected how deeply entwined um, money and time are. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I just see the money in my bank account as time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is my ability to buy my, to buy my own freedom like in the future where, or not even freedom. I, I mean, I feel free. I, I don't feel like work means I'm not free, mm-hmm. but I mean like by my own like autonomy, mm-hmm. you know, where I can make choices and uh, you know, I just don't like the idea of not making choices. Right. Like I, right. I feel like work feels really good. I enjoy work, but like I really enjoy it because I feel at bottom, I am choosing to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas I feel like if you're relate, if I had the exact same job and it was under the exact same conditions, but I just had to do it, I didn't have any other choice. It would feel a lot more like, uh, like I don't this, you know, all this stress is like involuntary. You know, it's like being forced on me. Yeah, um, it feels good to choose. You know, and now, that- for example, I'm tying this back to having a kid. I'm like, that was a choice that people make. And it's like, I, you chose this. This feels good. You know, it's like, I want to do this. You mean having the kid or having the job to sustain the kid? Because that's but, a different all, thing. Well, <laughs> having the kid and all of the subsequent unfreedoms of it, you know, it's like, yeah, but you chose, this is what you wanted. You I, I guess that works if you wanted the kid, right? Because I think for yeah. some people who didn't want the kid and now they have a kid and they're stuck in the job they don't want, but they need to have the job to sustain the kid. Oh, yeah. And the worst well, example that, sure. that, yeah, that, the worst, the worst. The worst example of that, I think, are people who have kids to try and save their marriage. Oh, God, that's awful. Uh, yeah. That's a bad idea. I mean, that's horrible. But, but look, I mean, most people I know have kids because they really want kids. And yeah. so yeah. Um, they're mostly very, very happy about that choice, even if it's stressful. And it's not like they don't like it's not like they love stress, but I do think like at rock at bottom, they're like, this is a choice that I made. Like I wanted mm-hmm. this. Yeah. You had autonomy in getting to that point in your life as opposed yeah. to just being like dragged into it. Yeah, it wasn't tricked into it. No, I, I, was I, did, sure I didn't make a mistake. Team, like this is what pretty I pretty sure last time we talked about this, you said the best situation is when ki- they have kids by accident. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> yes. I think that uh I, I don't. I don't necessarily mean that from the perspective of the individual. I meant okay. that more like as a society, like mm. you know, it's. It, I, I felt like you know, if if the best, the best like times in society are when people are just like, just like super randy and they're like having kids at like twenty two, <laughs> <laughs> you know? and well, uh, and it's no problem. But you can now you it's can, a major problem. But you can yeah. have. Y- you can you can still have the attitude of like I want to have kids, but the when it happens was sort of accidental, right? Like it wasn't sure. planned yeah, yeah, at no, exactly totally. that time, yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't think it's like mutually exclusive. At eight at eight p.m. on a Friday evening, my yes. <laughs> reproductive cells will engage yours. Well, people do that, man. People people like time pl- plan this out, right? 
Oh yeah, especially people with the to... with the IVF and stuff. Holy yeah. shit! I mean, the, pe- oh, the yeah. stuff people go through to or to the do cycles, like, you know, they track people's cycles and all this stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. So people try. Yeah. Uh, well, look, Philip, you're 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 doing one for Western civilization. You know, like fewer and fewer right. people are stepping up to the plate. You and have, you have you to know, have another one though. Was that one billion Americans? Is that what, what that book was? Yep, one billion <laughs> Americans. You gotta have fewer and fewer people are doing their duty. That's right. You got to have two more though, because you got to go above replacement. So I think yeah. That's sometimes sometimes the the prospect of the second kid comes up, and I'm just like I'm trying to focus on just getting this first one to you know just to survive. <laughs> the, the, does your wife want to? But have you know, one? yeah. I mean, she does. I, and I'm I'm probably keen to. I don't know. Probably keen to. I don't want to. It's, it's it's recorded now, I suppose. But uh, you know, you know what you get back to that thing about like feeling good about saving money. You get economies of scale when you have two kids. Tell you that much. Plus, they'll, they'll they will uh, you know in I've seen this you know when they're in their in in their toddler years when they're super annoying to be honest they yeah. they will they will entertain each other. It is true. That's yeah, right. that that's actually a reason sometimes. Right. Just it's right. so you can throw them in a room together, and you yeah. can't really call it abuse because there's two of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might fight, but it's, they're still not in your hair. Uh, they're not. A, not I didn't yet. lock them up alone. Yeah, I locked no. them in there together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the, the last thing before we go, but it's like uh, the most satisfying, the most satisfaction I get in in any, you know, any month is is through my mentorship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that I do, and and I have the younger kids, so some of them are like eight or nine, and. We did a trapeze last month, which can be scary. I mean, it is a scary thing to like be up there and you're swinging on the trapeze. And um, one 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 of the older boys was like, "I don't know, I'm kind of scared." And he got up there and he was like a natural, and he was so good, and he got past his fear. And he's like, "Actually, I think I found my thing, like his okay. hobby." That nice. he wants to do. Nice. And I just, you just pushed proud. him into the circus. Congratulations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I know I just felt so. I don't know. I, 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 I felt a sense of pride about how well all of them did. Mm-hmm. And they're not, they're not my children, but like I can ima- I can just imagine that like it's similar to like what their their parents feel. Um, you know, what's funny. I, so. I, 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 I do. The people's father. I do wonder <laughs> if uh, if the sense of fear is different if you're the parent versus not the parent. Because like when you're not the parent, you're like, I don't want to fucking kill this kid by accident, you know? It's well, gonna be I wasn't. Problem. I wasn't scared for them. Okay. Honestly, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, it's a very, it's a very safe facility. You know, they're all sure. But yeah. uh, I, I was more nervous that I was going to hurt myself and embarrass myself <laughs> when I did it. But I okay. did do it. I did do it. Okay. Um, but I don't know. It just, uh, I don't know. It, it it was very it was very satisfying. And, yeah, it's the it's the next gen, right? Like you want to, yeah. you know. Like it's a, it takes a maturity to say you want to like help the next generation because it's a selfless thing, right? You want to help people who are not yourself, not so. people next to you. I guess so. I don't do, know. Do well in life, right? So I, I don't. I just yeah. feel privileged enough that they trust me to to keep their kids safe and to teach them at least yeah. a little bit. Because uh, it's a big responsibility, you know. I mean, I, it, you you you're going to eventually at some point have to you know, have a babysitter that isn't one of your family members, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or they go to like a, you know, preschool or daycare yep. or something. Uh, that, that'll be a, that's a big step. You know, it's very nerve wracking, I would expect. 
as a parent, right? I know. Sometimes I hear the parents are just like happy to get rid of their kids after like a year. <laughs> how do you think you're going to you know? feel? How, how so, do you think you're going to feel having to do that? I mean, I'm probably too sad, but like I, I, def- I had a friend who took a, a year off of mat leave and she was like, I was kind of happy to go back to work. So I was kind of getting like, you know, <laughs> I guess so. you know, because like it's a, it's a lot of work and like kids scream in when they're one still and so on. So it's a different perspective. You can't have the perspective that unless you have the kid, like, you true, know, like I, I was true. saying about the, the, the danger and the fear aspect, like I'm, I'm very confident, like handling my kid, like swinging a kid around and so on. Right. When I, when I was trying to hand the kid over to like my cousins to hold, a lot of them were just like, no. And you can tell the no wasn't like, <laughs> sometimes it was like disinterested. How old child, are they? How old were these? Twenties, uh, like thirties, you know, just bunch of, bunch of self sissies. But like the thing is, just like they don't want to hurt your kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, true. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. Well, they also like seem to have no excitement but, about yeah. your kid. Some of them do. Some of them don't. I'm saying it's like this look, is, man. This it's is the, the, look. Let's face it. It's the it, this is the this is the decline of Western civilization. Is the loss of it. <laughs> it, it. Look, am I wrong? It's the loss of interest in family life. It's the loss of true. It. It's the loss of you know the sanctity of like family and 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 you know how you know make making money and all that shit like takes total precedence over uh you know having a proper relationship with your family and stuff and i don't know i know that sounds very trad but i think it's true no i think it's and, this i think this no, yeah. through it. yeah that's, that's I, what that's if there what were I mean. more if there were more if people had kids younger it was and it was easier to raise a family without yeah, incredible big, amounts of financial stress yeah yep and we were all you know, encouraged to start families at a younger age. I think we would all be happier and the society would be healthier. Yeah. But instead we have a lot of grown people, grown adults who are still behaving like children and are fucking, you know, neurotic shit and they're depressed and Mm -hmm. they're not mature and they're not reliable and they're flaky and they're unhappy. And I think a lot of it is because they missed out on having kids and, 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 you know, being raised a family. You know, speak coming from someone who doesn't have a family. I can tell yeah, well, you that yeah, I, yeah. I believe this. I'm not being a homer about it because this is not my team, but <laughs> I think it's true. You know, no, I, yeah, I don't think you're wrong. That um, that goes back to why I don't like push my baby photos on people. You know, but my kid is extremely cute, as you saw. So she, she is. She is extremely yeah. very. There cute. are such things as uncute babies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And I've look. I, we've had. Yeah. Uh, there's been a rash of babies here. <laughs> Uh, among my wife's friends, actually, this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh, I can no. rank them. Very clearly, I'll be like, this is the ranking. <laughs> this is the numerical <laughs> cuteness score. You can't and say that to them, and, okay? And this is no, not you can't opinion. tell it to the parents. No, I but... can't tell it, but I talk about it at home. Like, look, clearly, oh, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, the yeah. cutest baby. Yeah. yeah. That's a close number two, and that's a distant third, okay? Oh, that's yeah. just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not saying that that's always going to be. I mean, it's like a race. You know, just because you got pole position doesn't mean you're going to be the true. cutest yeah. one forever. No, a lot of number the very three cute might babies. laugh you later, right? Yeah, yeah a lot of the it. cute babies sure. do not grow up to be. Exactly. I mean, I was a very cute infant, and then not. <laughs> it didn't. You know, it like didn't last. You know what I mean? So the question but, but, is: Do you start out strong, or do you? You know, do you, you want to be the sleeper? hare or the tortoise? We'll yeah. see. You want to be the we'll dark see. horse in this race? You know what I mean? My family has very cute kids, so yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, great chat. That was fun. Yeah, it was great. good catching up. It's good man. to be really back. Great yeah, chat. And, uh, yeah. You know, anything you need, I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. But let and us you said, know. And um, yeah, you said that you might be able to. You might be coming into the Northeast at some point. 
soon ish we'll, we'll see I, li- maybe. I like i like to see if there's a lot going on but like it'll, it'll be nice to to have other yeah. you know they'll visit so um but i still uh, yeah. like to come to toronto at some point because i got a lot of people to visit and coming up i have a house now with like you know like a bunch of a uh, bunch of places to stay though steve has a nice house than i do so maybe stick with him i don't know <laughs> yeah but I, yeah. I yeah i'd love to come come see you guys come hang out come see the baby in yeah because last time we Absolutely. uh at, i remember uh, yeah we all went me and adam uh yeah and our wives we all stayed in yeah. the same airbnb to attend to your lovely wedding yeah. it was a lovely evening dude i and, still th- um, i still think about the food at your wedding good food. i still think about the uh the, the jenga and all the games and, <laughs> yeah uh, the jenga the, the dancing um, the music the the eating very fun yeah the the late right night, on the water the late night uh, fried chicken that you guys had oh yeah the kfc that was yeah good. Yep. <laughs> right by the water it was good yeah that it was, was good great. time it's good time yep. good to have you guys there yeah good memories and now it's ended up in a baby that's right <laughs> very cute baby investment has paid off yeah Canada's future is secure. Right. It's not a. It's not a billion. It's not a billion Canadians. It's I guess a hundred million. I guess because we're ten x smaller. Yeah. So hundred million. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been uplifting. Yeah. All right. All right. Well. Good chat, great guys. talking to everybody, and uh, well, uh, well, for next time. See you later. Bye.